Good evening. Welcome to our midweek Lenten services. Hopefully, you, if you were able to come for dinner, you enjoyed the soup uh, that we had together tonight. Uh, if not, we're grateful that you're able to make it for worship this evening. During our Lenten journey, we're going to be, um, the offering that we're going to be taking is going to be divided equally between uh, the University Campus Ministry of, of the U of A and also Lutheran Disaster Response, which uh, Dan Riff was here several weeks ago and kind of shared a little bit. So we're going to be splitting our offering for our midweeks between those two different organizations. During our midweek service, we're going to be focusing on baptism. If you notice this, this evening, the baptismal font has been moved front and center to remind us that this Lenten journey is a journey of, of baptism. So each week we're going to be talking about the promise of baptism, what God promises us, what we promise back to one another in this journey. And then on the last Wednesday, March 29th, we're going to be having a reaffirmation of baptism. And what that means is it's not that we um, rebaptize you. As Lutherans, we don't believe, we don't think the necessary for to be rebaptized because we believe God's the one that does it. So God doesn't need to redo. Uh, but sometimes we need to reaffirm what God has already promised us. So you'll have an opportunity if you so desire to come forward. Uh, we will dip our hands in the water and we'll mark ourselves with the cross of Christ just like you were when you were baptized. Now, if for, you haven't been baptized in your life and are interested in learning more about baptism, you could talk to myself or Pastor Craig, and we're more than uh, excited about talking about what baptism means and what God's promises and invitation are in those baptisms. But tonight, we just want to thank you for being here. We're thankful for the chance to sing a few hymns together as we prepare our hearts. And tonight, we're going to be using Holding Evening Prayer uh, as uh, the foundation of our worship life together. So please join us as we begin this Lenten journey this evening. Are you Gordon? Okay. Jesus Christ, you are the light of the world. Stay with us now, for it is evening. Let your light scatter the darkness. Let us each reflect your love. 
be with you all. Let us sing our thanks to God. Blessed are you, creator of the universe. From old you have led your people by night and day. May the light of your Christ make our darkness bright. For your word and your presence are the light of our pathways, and you are the light and life of all creation. The next part of our service is the psalmody, and we're going to be singing the psalm, Let My Prayer Rise Before, uh, before You, uh, is uh, uh, going to be sung in a round. So Betty's going to help this half of the church do the second part, and I'm going to help this part of the church do the first part. Okay, we'll get to it. Listen, first we all sing together. come before you, O God, as incense, and may your presence surround and fill us so that in union with all creation we might sing your praise and your love in our lives. Amen. Tonight's scripture reading comes from Philippians chapter 1, beginning at verse 3. Paul writes, I thank my God every time I remember you. 
and all my prayers are for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. It is right for me to feel this way about you, since I have my heart and whether I'm in chains or defending or confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. So that you may be able to discern what is best. And may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Filled with the fruits of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. The word of the Lord. Be to God. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each heart here this evening be pleasing and acceptable in your sight, we do pray. Amen. Grace to you, and I will stand up here. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior. Jesus, who is the Christ, the one who gives us the gift of being claimed and called as his children through the baptismal waters. Amen. Tonight, we're talking about living the promise. It's that idea of knowing who we are and whose we are as God's children. It's that idea of creating and understanding that community of faith that God himself has created. That gift of water, that gift of hope, that gift of promise that God is with us always. I, I, I am not one of those pastors that actually knows how many people they've baptized or how many people they've married I'm sure somebody, if I really wanted to care, I could go through all of those things. And, and it's one of those things of where I know it is God's promise and presence. So as people continue to live out the baptism, it truly is that privilege of being able to be that one that allows people to hear that word of promise, that sealing, that creating, that covenant building. All of you have your own baptism stories. Every one of you have your baptism story. Whether it's your own, whether it's your grandkids, whether you saw that screaming kid one time in church, you all have your baptismal stories. And so I was trying to figure out of the countless baptisms, where in the world I was going to share and relate. And I didn't have the heart to go much further than my own family. My sister is 14 years younger than me, okay? And so it came time for baptism. I've told some of you the facts of how habit-forming we are about where we sit in church, okay? And, and one of the things, in, in my home congregation that I was there since the time I was three 
we always sat on this side within the third and fifth pew. Granted, mom and dad had kids, so we couldn't claim our spot too early. And the thing was, is I can say on one hand how many times I ever sat on, on this side of the church. And one of them was my sister's baptism. Because, of course, that's where the baptismal families sat. We get up. Of course, the whole family comes up, and we're like 13, 11, and 9, and then my baby sister. And we're up there, and you know what my baby sister does? She howls through the whole thing. She's not happy. She's crying like crazy. And I'm going, the pastor can't say his words. Nobody can hear. And she just keeps on trying, through the crying through the whole Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Okay? And one of the things is, is so we get, the pastor gets through with the baptism. We go down and sit down in the pew. My mom jams a bottle in my sister's mouth. And my dad looks at my mom and says, why didn't you do that before the baptism? <laughs> and my mom, being the mom, said, I wanted her to be quiet through the sermon. And so I'm sitting there thinking about that. And I mean, here I am talking about it, what, 50 years later, whatever this is. And one of the things is, as I'm seeing that, I'm going, isn't that a baptism? Now, fast forward many years. At this same church, my oldest daughter is baptized. And of course, we are sitting in the <laughs> baptismal role. We get up there, and I couldn't make this up if I tried. It's like, I'm going to just do Father, Son, Holy Spirit, so you guys see that that water is there, in here, okay? Contrary to my sister, I'll come back up here so the camera looks at me like that. <laughs> Contrary to my sister, my daughter, who is three months old, gets up there, and she looks around, and who does she see? She sees her grandpa, who's up there, who was a Lutheran pastor. We see, she sees her uncle and aunt up there. She sees her mom and dad up there. And you know what my sister does? Or excuse me, my daughter does? She laughs and keeps talking through the whole thing. <laughs> she is so excited to be surrounded by family and people that she knows. Welcome to baptism. Welcome to the family of God. Welcome to two different experiences of baptism. And I was thinking about that as I was preparing when we talk about living out the promise. Both children lived out the promise of their baptism. One kicking and screaming and the other one welcoming to that fellowship of community. And I was thinking about that and how oftentimes we think about the experiences of community and people. And we think about sometimes, and I'm not going to be totally picking on people, but I could. Um, but, but sometimes, especially when you get married, one spouse has a tendency to drag the other spouse to church. 
And I was thinking about that, about being that whole business about baptism and community. And sometimes we need to be dragged to church in order to experience and celebrate the community of faith. Tonight, we hear from Philippians. In fact, this whole season, we're going to be hearing our lessons from Philippians. And we're at the very beginning where Paul is celebrating the fact that he is so glad that he is associated with the people of Philippi. That through that baptism, through that covenant, through that teaching and preaching and sharing of the gospel, Paul refers to the people of Philippi, the church of Philippi, and says, it is so good to be in partnership with you. Partnership in the gospel. Partnership of a community of faith. And Paul goes on to say that it's not been easy. He talks about his imprisonment. He talks about the challenges physically that he's had. Yet he still knows that he has been called and claimed as a child of God. And that he is part of a community that continues to pray and, and pray for him and worship with him even when he is not there in their midst. When we talk about baptism, and we talk about living out that promise, we talk about it in such a way that it becomes so much a part of us that we don't even think about it on a daily basis. But you see, here's the thing. In those waters of baptism, God has created a relationship with you, me, and the person sitting next to you, the left and the right, in front and back, people of generations upon generations upon generations have come to the baptismal font and have continually heard that promise that God has given to them. We begin this Lenten journey. We begin by celebrating the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It is this water with God's word that creates that promise that we cannot ever, ever wash off. We get a chance this night to begin this time celebrating the community of faith that God has given this place. This place. Not just the folks that are here tonight. But the folks that we worship with, the folks that watch online, the folks that continue to live out the promise that they have been created to be children of God. Not because we're so great people. Not because we're so smart. But because God is so wonderful that he wants to make that covenant and that promise with you, with me, with a screaming kid, with one that didn't even, that just kept talking through it, the children that you've witnessed, the adults that you've witnessed being baptized, all under the promise that they have been claimed and called by a God who loves them. I pray that you will enjoy, enjoy sermons? I don't know. If you will enjoy, that you will enjoy this time where we're able to take and focus upon one of God's gracious gifts for his people.
For no matter what happens in your life, health, whatever, you have a God that has made his sign upon you. The sign of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Find your strength. Celebrate community. And know that you are part of something greater than you can possibly fathom or even imagine. Amen. Almighty God, continue to be with us. Help us to know and believe that we have been claimed and called by you. God, as we continue to think through the years of all of those who we have witnessed to be baptized, help us to know with that great cloud of witnesses that we, O oh God, are part of that family that you have created and called. We do all of this because of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our worship continues this night as we gather our offerings.
Returning now to hold an evening prayer, we continue with the Annunciation. It's good to hear you singing again this year for Lent. It's wonderful to hear this great choir sing this wonderful music. Fun to be with you tonight. Ready? An angel went from God to a town called Nazareth to a woman whose name was Mary. The angel said to her, Rejoice, O highly favored, for God is with you. You shall bear a child, and his name shall be Jesus, the chosen one of God most high. And Mary said, My soul proclaims your greatness, O God, and my spirit rejoices in you. You have looked with love on your servant here and blessed me all my life through. Great and mighty are you, O Holy One. Strong is your kindness evermore. How you favor the The proud of heart, you have cast the mighty down from their thrones and uplifted the humble of heart. You have filled the hungry with wondrous things and left the wealthy no part. Great and mighty are you, O faithful. Strong is your justice, strong your love. As you promised to Sarah and Abraham, kindness forevermore. My soul proclaims your greatness, O God, and your spirit rejoices in you. You have looked with love on your servant here and blessed me all my life through. The litany and prayers, in case you haven't been here before, Gordon's going to play through the melody once, you're going to hum it, and then you're going to sing the words for it, and then there'll be several petitions, and the, while I'm offering the petition, as I sing the petition, you hum, and when it comes time for you to say, God of mercy, hold us in love, it's the same melody, you just put words to it for the second time. So let's try it. Listen. Now put words to it. God of mercy, hold us in love. In peace, in peace, we pray to you. For peace and salvation, we pray to you. For
For peace between nations, for peace between peoples. For us who are gathered to worship and praise you. For all of your servants who live out your gospel. For all those who govern that justice might guide them. For all those who labor in service to others. Grant weather that nourishes all of creation. Keep watch on our loved ones and keep us from danger. For all the beloved who rest in your mercy. Help us, comfort us all of our days. Great and merciful God, source and ground of all goodness and life, give to your people the peace that passes all understanding and the will to live your gospel of mercy and justice through Jesus Christ our Lord. God, remember us in your love and teach us to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Let us bless our God. May God, creator, bless us and keep us. May Christ be ever light for our lives. May the spirit of love be our guide and path for all of our days. Amen. Go in peace.